Welcome to the Dag Heward Mills podcast. Dag Heward Mills is a healing evangelist, a best-selling author, and a mega church pastor. He's the founder of the United Denominations, originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches, overseeing over 3,000 churches across every continent of the world. He pastors the First Love Church, a vibrant church in the city of Accra, transforming the lives of thousands of young people for the Lord. Now listen to Dag Heward Mills. Hallelujah. Wasn't that beautiful? Wonderful. Are you people ready to dance? You sure? I was told you are not ready. They are ready now. You want to dance? Karen? No, you're not ready. I should give you some time. More people. Okay. Let's pray. Father, thank you for this wonderful opportunity today. We are grateful. We ask you to guide us by your Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you. You may be seated. Did you go for your joint service? All right. Huh? Forgive. You're supposed to go, huh? They will say we are anti so. All right. Today I'm sharing with you a short message, very important. And um, I believe that it's going to be a blessing to you. Ephesians chapter 6. Chapter 6. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for your blessing and your guidance today in Jesus' name. Amen. Finally, my brethren, verse 10, be strong in the Lord. How many want to be strong in the Lord? There are so many things you can be strong in. You can be strong in karate, strong in judo, strong in uh, education, isn't it? With three PhDs. Strong in SRC. Isn't it? Strong in the nooks. I think we have some of you here, isn't it? Who else? Who are those of you in the SRC secretariat? So I know some of you are here. Nooks and other things. You get it? Then you can be strong in um, even you can be belonging to another religion and be strong in it. One day I met a Muslim. He was selling some fish. And I went to buy some of the fish. And as I was talking to him, I asked him, are you, are you, are you a Muslim? And he said, he's a Muslim. But I was asking, talking to him about Christ. He said, he's a Muslim. I said, okay. So I started asking him about the five pillars of Islam. Whether he prays. He said, he doesn't pray. Do you fast? You don't fast. You don't go to the... I said, you are not serious. I told him, you are not serious. I'm not a good Muslim. I'm not a serious Muslim. That's not how Muslims behave. They're not serious. You are not taking it seriously. You don't pray five times. You don't go to the mosque. You don't do this. So many things you don't do. I'm not, I'm not told him I'm not impressed at all. <laughs> so you see, everything you are doing, you have to be strong in it. So we too, as we are Christians, we have to be strong Christians. Not that we say we believe in Christ, but so many things we don't do. Yeah. 
It's the same thing. You can be a Muslim. I'm not a good Muslim. So everything we are doing, be wild, isn't it? And that's what the Bible says. Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of His might. Now, one of the ways to be strong is to be armed. Alright? To be armed. Isn't it? So when you are armed, like if somebody, somebody has a gun, you get it. You, you, you realize that the, this person who is coming is, is a little stronger. You get it. So one of the ways to be strong is to be armed and to arm yourself. So the arms we have as Christians are in verse 11. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. And we need the whole armor because when you put on part, let's say you put on the front, but you don't have anything on the back. Actually, the only place where there is no armor is the back. Which shows that when you turn around and run, and when you retreat, and when you change your mind, and when you go back, a lot of attacks come to you. And that is why when people start doing, you know, sometimes there are people who never intended to be orangus in the church. Then when something happens and they get offended, and then they, 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 they go away, sometimes they, they start to do so many things, you can't believe they are doing all these things. Because it's not like them even. But you realize that because they turn their back and they went, more arrows are entering into them. So a good Christian must decide not to go back. Because there's armor for the front, breastplate, shield of faith, helmet of salvation, sword of the spirit, shoes, everything. But there's no back plate. There's no back plate. There's no bottom plate. So your bottoms are exposed. Your back is exposed. Everything at the back is open. See? So, once you have come this far, you must go all the way. Amen. All the way to the end. Okay? For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities and powers, and against the rulers of the darkness of this world, and against spiritual wickedness in high places. Now everybody must pray. When you pray every day, pray for the Holy Spirit. One of the things the Holy Spirit does is he gives us the gift called the gift of discerning of spirits. That gift, what will happen if that gift was to operate right now, will be that you would see sometimes in two ways. You can see the physical things and then you see the spirits that are there. And then sometimes you see just the spirits. Okay? So, on the occasion, on, on a number of different occasions, that gift would happened to me. And then I would see I would still see what is there physically. But I see the spirits that are there. Yeah. But it just, it will come and then it will go. Sometimes God wants you to see. One time I was on a flight and it, it, it's a spirit. It is a discerning of evil spirits or good spirits. Spirit. So sometimes you can see good spirits. And sometimes you can depend on what is there. One time my eyes opened and I saw an angel sitting by me on a, on a plane. 
He was wearing blue. I always remember the blue, the color. Yeah. He was in the business class with me. Yeah. No ticket, but he was there. <laughs> Is it amazing? One time I was uh, somewhere and then uh, I was lying in a, I was in, lying on a, in a bed in a room and suddenly my eyes opened and I saw a pole and there was a crab on the pole. Yeah. Walking on the pole right there. I tell you, I saw the physical thing and then the, I saw the crab climbing the thing. You know, and suddenly I realized that there was something else there. That was not just what you can see. Yeah. So all these things are real. One time I was, I was in, a, in a certain country. One of the countries which have the most demons, you know, in Europe. But I was in Europe. I was in Germany. And I, was, I just lay down on, on the bed. Then suddenly the ceiling was white like this. But that's why I even remember. The ceiling just moved. I just, the ceiling just moved and I saw they were flying in between the ceiling and the roof. They were there. A lot of them flying. Yeah. So sometimes that's why some places you even feel cold. Sometimes you don't feel comfortable. Sometimes you always quarrel. Sometimes you, you can even die there. Yeah. You may never know what has been there. That is why, you know, you have to pray in every new place that you go and stay. Seriously. And when somebody gives you a, something dresses, clothes. You have to pray over it before you wear them. Hey, if you thought that you will be going in time and realize you have not prayed over you better remove it and say, Lord. <laughs> I'm telling you. So, all these different spirits are real. But the Bible is saying that we is mentioning the spirits that we are fighting against. Principalities, powers. This is actually what is what is what is ruling things. Rulers of the darkness and spiritual wickedness in high places. Now, you may ask yourself, how do these spirits affect us? They affect us most when they are in human beings. You see, a spirit that is in the spirit world has no way, not much access to the physical world that we are in. They don't have access. If they can get a person, then they can use his voice, they can use his mind, they can use his power. And so they love powerful people. <laughs> Yes. Spirits, evil spirits love powerful people because through a powerful person they can do more. Well, somebody who has a lot of power. You, if you take an evil spirit of wickedness which is able to enter a form two boy, his powers will be up to form one boy. If that same evil spirit can enter into a military dictator, do you get it? Or into certain people, you, you imagine that the things they do, you, you just even wonder. So one of the things that you will notice if you, as you develop spiritually 
you begin to notice when spirits are in people. For instance, a study of Hitler is probably the, one of the best studies to see what, what Satan is like. Yes. Because he was possessed with an evil spirit and probably many evil spirits. And he had the power. When once they had tried to assassinate him, he, he, he executed 5,000 people. He took them, you know, they, there was an attempted murder, and there was a bomb under a table. One of his generals put a, a briefcase under the table and went out, and there was a bomb in it, and he took a flight from where they were to Berlin. And he knew that it would explode. It exploded, but Hitler was protected by the table. So two people, two or three people died, but Hitler survived. And the guy who was in the plane, he thought that Hitler would be dead by the time he lands. When he landed, he was arrested. And that was it. Yeah, it wasn't easy. And he found up to 5,000 people whom he thought may be related to the plot. Oh, it wasn't easy. Do you know a piano? Have you seen a piano? Have you seen the strings in the piano? The mess? He hung them with piano strings. He hung them on meat hooks that they put in freezers. He hung them in front of their family. He made their family sit there and he hung them on meat hooks. Yeah. No. When these people get back, and when he was losing the war, they were coming towards Berlin. He continued to give instructions. He said that the Germans also must die because they have lost the war. This is Satan. The end is to destroy everything, including yourself. Yeah. And before he killed him, he said, tomorrow morning, Millions of people will curse me. And then he killed himself. So, evil spirits, they love people. But the more powerful you are, the more they want you. Because once they enter into you, you get it, they can express themselves. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So if you are a woman, they can use you up to a point. If you are a wife of a powerful person and there's an evil spirit in you, it's not easy. I don't know where the people get their their Hannibal. When he was attacking his enemy's ships, he had, they would come by the side and he had pots, pots, huge pots, full of venomous snakes and they would take the pot and throw it into the enemy ships. <laughs> Cobras and vipers and all into. Yeah. As they were fighting him, you see the snakes are also. Oh, not a small thing. So you, you see the ideas, they, they are from their evil spirits. And that's why you see some of the from two boys in Ghana, if they get power from three, from four, it will not be easy in Ghana. So evil spirits, they love to come into people. And so sometimes you find yourself almost fighting with a human being because the human being is full of that evil spirit who dislikes you. So when we say we wrestle not against flesh and blood, the reason he's saying that is he's trying to explain that actually it is the spirit in the person. Because many times our Christian battle is like with somebody. 
and she's explaining that look, it's not really the somebody, but it's the spirits that are in the person. And you must learn to hear the voice of the devil. Sometimes when somebody speaks, it's not the personal. You see, just like when I'm preaching, sometimes it's not me or when I'm talking. And people who don't know me, they don't know when I'm prophesying. People who don't know, they don't know when I'm prophesying. Because of my casual nature. Uh, they, they, they are not used to that kind of prophet. They are, they are used to a kind of prophet that, I see something. I see it. And then they say that this is a prophecy. You've got to be careful. you know why? Because Jesus said something. He said that when you are going to preach, don't worry. Don't be bothered. He said in that hour, that means that it's not prepared. I will show you what to speak. For it is not you that speaketh, but the spirit of your father that speaketh. So there are times when a person is speaking, he's not the one speaking, but the spirit of Something is speaking. Yeah. So sometimes when people speak, you must learn to this is the devil that, that spoke. That's why Jesus, when Peter said, you will not go to a cross, he said, Satan. Immediately, they said, no, that's Satan. He's my friend, but he's Satan is spoke just now. Yeah. So you may have a roommate, and the person is speaking, you know that Satan just spoke. <laughs> or a beloved. <laughs> And the person was speaking on that Satan just spoke. Satan just spoke. It's true. One time I met a businessman. When I spoke with him, I sensed an evil spirit. Very strong evil spirit. I said, there's something wrong with this man. It was something. So this is what we are fighting. This is what is fighting you. It's fighting me. If you don't know... You will let. That's why the Bible says many are called, but few are chosen. Because you say, I believe, I believe. But by the time you pass through certain things, you see that you've changed your mind. Hmm. Wherefore, take unto you the whole armor of God. Amen. That you may be able to withstand in the evil day. And having done all to stand, you will stand. Not every day is an evil day. The Bible says there are some days, they are evil days. I remember an evil day when Bishop Saki's wife died. I thought it was a normal day. It was a Tuesday. We were on vacation. That was the first day of our vacation. And Bishop Saki called me. And I thought it was a normal call that we are going to play golf. In fact, we had spoken earlier that we are going to play at this time. So then he called me. And when he called me, I, I thought that it was a call that we will meet at this time. But not knowing that everything was changing. Yeah. And she was, she was dying. That's why he was, he, was, he was screaming on the phone. So there are days that are evil days. It's not every day is a, it's a good day. And in the evil day, you must stand. That is why it's nice to say, oh, I love you, Bishop. I thank God for the church. If it was not for the church, I would do this. The Bible says, and by and by, he is offended. <laughs> Not initially. By and by. She is offended. He is offended. Uh-huh. So it's nice that you are here now. You get it. But by and by. 
You remember the parable of the sower? Sow the seed, and by and by, he is offended. So that's the evil day, the day that you are offended genuinely. Genuinely you are hurt. Is, an, is one of the evil days. Before you realize, you will be doing the opposite of what you have said. What I have preached about, I have given examples that you yourself know now, at least nine examples of that thing. You will become number ten. May it never be your story in Jesus' name. Amen. Verse 16. Verse 14. Stand therefore, having your loins, get about with truth. Amen. So truth is the first weapon. Because if you are not telling the truth, you've got a big hole in your armor. One day, the truth will come out. And when the skeletons in your cupboard come out, you will not be happy. So it is better to be open and to be true. So that in the day, in the evil day, you realize, like Jesus said, the enemy is coming, he has nothing in me. I, he can come. Yeah. You see, some of you, you wouldn't want somebody to know more about you. Or to meet somebody who knows you. Or to, to know somebody who knows you well. Or who knows you from an ancient of day situation. Yeah. So that's how truth is. Truth is like that. So when you are just as it is, as you see that it, you are protected. Because in the day when they are scrambling things to bring things out, it is as it is. So truth is a big so people who are just it's not real, it's not true. In an evil day you see that because this is not really the case, that is not really the case, this is not really the case. The whole thing changes. It is a major defense. Amen. So, so be true. Tell the truth. And if you don't want to tell the truth, don't speak. It's a free world. You are, you are entitled to hold your peace. You don't have to say everything, anything that you don't want to say. But don't lie. That's all. Once you start telling lies, you see that it's coming against you. So tell the truth. Amen. Number, the second part of the armor is what? The breastplate of righteousness. Amen. Righteousness will protect. Right now, righteousness protects you clearly against HIV. It's a clear protection. Against the dripping liquids of HIV that are coming for you. Virginity is a protection. Purity is a protection. It's not only a protection for any, it's a protection for your very even life now. So the breastplate of righteousness. The next one is your feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Wow. When we preach the gospel as pastors, we are protected from turning into so many things. You see, if I was not preaching the gospel, I can do other things like trying to do good. And a pastor can be a good politician. Because I'm trying to do good. Isn't it? I've 
I've got ideas. It is my ideas that have built the church. All the things you hear in the church, even the names that are in the church, Anakazu, Shepherds, Kodesh. What other names do we have in the church? First Love Church. What? Huh? Basel, Titus in Crete, Shuffling Conference, Shuffling Council, ISI, Alos, huh? Carnival of Stars, Lisa and uh, whatever, Lizardo, in Eels on Wheels, Spiders, Schoolmakers. Names, it's all, it's all shows in, in inventiveness. That's the part of the nature of God. What is Ghana needs, I, somebody has to come with ideas to change Ghana. So I can easily become a minister of ideas for Ghana. Hey! Because I have a lot of ideas. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'll have so many ideas that can change Ghana. If I became the president, I'll have ideas. I'm cancelling. There's no more Ministry of Health, Ministry of Education. No. Ministry of Health. I'm going to make about four, five hundred ministers of state. Yeah. Each one is special. Minister of traffic jams. Yeah. His jo- job is by the end of four years to remove traffic jams from the city. Yeah. I'll, you identify all the places where there's traffic. He started his work. By the end of the three and a half years, that traffic, if you have to widen here and make it, that is his work. He should move it. Yeah. Minister of Market. Yeah. <laughs> See how the markets are on the road. <laughs> Minister of Roadside Trading. I'll move all cars from Accra. You cannot buy a car in Accra. I'll start a city, a car city. Yeah. You cannot buy a car in Accra. You buy it at the car city. So that the whole country will be clear. Anybody wants a car, we are all driving there. Yeah. Minister, Minister of Accra Kumasi Road. Hey! Four lanes here. Four lanes here. Manual. No, no, no foreigner. Manual with pickaxe. All the people that you see, we will, we will dig it. Just like, and it's shorter than the canal they built in America from New York to Ohio. They built a canal 580 kilometers like Accra to Tampo. They built a canal through the mountains. Manual without even one engineer. Yeah, and transformed. That's why New York is a, is a great city because it made all the trade come to New York. Yeah. So I have Accra, Kumasi, four lanes straight, not going... You see, the Kumasi road, it goes straight and then it turns left. When it gets to Nkoko or somewhere, then it goes east, west. Or you can go to Mankesim and you go up. So it is far longer. It's straight like this. To the mountain. Four here, four here. You say you don't have job in Ghana here today. Oh, the whole country will be there to, to, to build it. So you see, I will bring ideas. Yeah. I see. That is why, that is why, <laughs> that is why I have to preach the gospel. You know? When I preach the gospel, I don't have time for all this. Yeah. <laughs> it's a protection for me. Before I realize that I'm doing something else. Yeah. Huh? <laughs> Minister of Airports. Yeah. Only 
airport. That's the only way. Yeah. Put a, a, the new international airport will be around Apam to Mankesim. So Cape Coast will join to Accra. So be a beautiful. When you arrive here, you can go Cape Coast here. All the tourists and business. That's the location. You have to locate it there. New airport. Manwa will build it with. You said there's no job in Ghana. We will just buy pickup. You wait and see. This is what we need. Ideas. That there's no ideas. Insanity is defined as doing something in the wrong way for a long time and continuing to do it. It's one of the definitions of insanity. It's true. Anyway, so preaching the gospel is a protection for us even as pastors. Before you realize, because if I became a, if I was, this, I was, I'm from a minister of water in Accra. Just Accra water. Water must flow in your house. We don't have to use bucket again in the capital. Minister of dusty roads in Accra. Every area, Santa Maria and all this far, all dust, sand, everywhere is sand. Even East Legon is sand. That's when you are landing, you see red. In fact, Yeah. Instead of Minister of Communication, we don't even know what he's doing. <laughs> Communicating. <laughs> so, when we preach the gospel, you, when you preach the gospel, you are going to preach to your neighbor. You can't sleep with your neighbor before you preach to him. Uh-huh. So, when you start preaching to him, the concept of sleeping with you will not come. That is why preaching the gospel is a protection. It's a protection for the pastor. It's a protection for you. It's a protection. When you preach the gospel, you have to pray. You have to prepare. That's why we have to dance. We have to practice. So it, it keeps us busy. We don't have time for so many things. So it's one of the strongest protections. That's why in the Bible it's called the preparation of the, gospel of, uh, of the gospel and also the helmet of salvation. They are very important for you. Yeah. As soon as you start talking to people about Christ, you are protected from so many other things where the relationship is going to go into. Yeah. Before you do take it, they will be offering you certain things. And if you are a beautiful girl, you must know that a lot of people want to sleep with you. A lot of men. And they will never even remember your face. You sleep and see. You see that so many people have slept with you, they don't even know who you are. You ask the boys how many people they slept with, who they slept I can't remember most of them. Because you were just a body that they used. So you must learn to preach the gospel. It's protection. Yeah, protection. Amen. How many are you going to preach the gospel? You, you, you stay there, don't preach the gospel. You'll see all kinds of bands will be hiring you to come and play for them at clubs. Clubs, hotels. For, instead of playing for Christ, you see that you are playing in a hotel. Yeah. And whilst you are, when you are playing in the hotel, a white man will come and say he wants to marry you. A man, a man like you. You wait and see. People think I'm joking. All these things I say. <laughs> Above all, taking the shield of faith. How many are going to take the shield of faith? When you have faith, it's better. When you don't have faith, you have depression, moodiness, darkness. No, you don't have faith. You don't have hope. 
So faith is important. And as people get older, their faith gets less. So you see that I may say certain things to you as young people. You may say, yeah, we can do it. Let's do it. If I say the same thing to older people, they'll say, look, can we form a committee to analyze this thing? As you get older, you don't believe. And you see that as Ghana gets older, and even Ghana is older democratically. So people don't really have faith that anything will change with any group. Yeah, they know that we don't really believe. <laughs> we lost hope. You get it. There's no much faith. It's just always these people, they just want, and we know that somebody has to come. Yeah. So as you get older, your faith drops in so many things. But it's important to carry on believing. And believe in God and believe in His Word. But I, you see, I'm preaching here in this school. I'm preaching this same, not this hall, it wasn't built when I was here, but I'm preaching this same campus many times. When I was a student, and it's been almost 30 years, 1982 to now is how many years? 30 years. I was preaching right here. I climbed the trees in this garden right behind here. And I'm still preaching. So, after years, I still believe in God. I still believe in the gospel. I still believe it's the number one thing. I understand more things. I've seen more things. But I still believe that the gospel is the main thing. And Jesus is the main person. We must believe in him. We must follow him. It is important to have faith. No matter how old you become as you get older. Amen. Don't be depressed. Tell your moody neighbor, tell, don't be depressed. Things are going to get better. God is on your side. God, there's no need for your depression. At your age, you must not be depressed. Amen? Alright. And the next one is the helmet of salvation and then the sword of the spirit. Wow. The sword of the spirit. Now, everybody must have a sword. And this is the very important thing that I want to share with you this morning. I've shared already a lot of things. But this one, in Luke chapter 4, I want you to see three uses of the sword of the Spirit to protect yourself. There are three main areas that the sword is going to help protect you. Okay? Number one, it happened to Jesus exactly like it's going to happen to you in your life. Number one is what? Luke chapter 4. And the devil, being forty days tempted of the devil, in those days he did eat nothing. And when they were ended afterward, he hungered. And the devil said to him, If thou be the Son of God, command this stone that it be made bread. And Jesus answered him, saying, It is written, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word of God. Amen. So the first area where you need to use the sword is in the area of your flesh temptation. Okay? Your, your physical needs. Amen. All of us have physical needs. We, we all need something. And Jesus was not tempted till he was hungry. Okay? So the devil is waiting till you are hungry for something. When you, when you can detect that you are hungry, then expect the demons. They love the flesh. You see, demons, Satan, you see, God cursed the devil to be a, to eat the dust. And your body is made of dust. So the devil feeds off your flesh. Yeah, because you, you will turn into dust. And the, the serpent eats the dust. So symbolically, the snake 
or the serpent feeds on your flesh. It's your flesh that he uses to just play with you like that. So when you get hungry, expect. Now what, what hunger is coming? Food hunger. Number one. Sex hunger. By the time you get to about 16, 17, 18 going, how many have realized that a certain need for something, you may not even know what it is, but you feel that you need something. True or not true? Do the girls also need something? Hey! Modern girls. No, you, you need, you want, you want marriage, isn't it? I'm talking about sex. Sometimes. Hey! <laughs> okay? So when your sexual need comes, expect a demon by your side. Yeah. To be edging you on. There is nothing wrong. Just do it. Do it once. Do it twice. It will be okay. Just have a feel. Have a taste. Have a dip. Have a swim. Shabaya, Jesus. It's the first of your life. See, when Jesus was there, the first one, it has to do with anger. And the second one is not like that at all. It's in a completely different category. Yeah. And it's a basic, you see, if you can't overcome these basic temptations, do you get it? You are not likely to overcome it as the days go by. So try not to become a sex addict or a food addict or anything physical addict. Yeah. You take your the person that you are going to marry. You sleep with the person before you get married. After you get married, you will he will be so used to you. Do you see? That you will not be so exciting to the person. Now since he has practiced with you how to do this when it is not allowed, he has learned with you. How to do this thing illegally. And since now the person is married to you, the only illegal way is to do it with somebody else. Which he learned from you. So sometimes you don't know why you are surprised when he's doing it there. Because he practiced with you. Or you don't get the revelation. <laughs> So, being able to stay whilst you are not married has the importance for the future. Yeah. Because a, a, a young man is just like a Bluetooth. He picks up devices all over the place. Yeah. yeah. All detecting all kinds of gadgets that he doesn't even know what they are. And he wants to connect to them. If you press a 
halau no iwalau. Okay. So remember the word of God. And anything the devil is saying to you, you always have to use the word of God. What does the Bible say? What verse is that? It must be your cardinal scripture. What verse is that? What verse is that? Hey. When you say express yourself, let's express ourselves. What verse is that? What scripture are you using to express yourself? Amen. And ladies, when it's time to be married, you see, you are all at the flower of your age now. This is the time that you are most beautiful. You may not know that you are beautiful now. But this is it. If you can't be beautiful by now, I don't, I don't think there's any hope for the future. This is it. This is the moment. <laughs> this is it. And you all want boys. Is it not true? This is where the devil is going to come for you. Yeah. He's going to bring all kinds of boys, men, to wrap you, to sleep with you, and to lower your value. Yes. You know, a girl is like a, an apple. Do you get it? That you are going to present to somebody. But if by the time you are presenting the apple, so many people have had one by arm. Um, 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 and then you come and say, our wedding is on the 26th. And I'm presenting myself. And somebody had very big teeth and bitter, big teeth out. Is beating out all your ability to love, all your trust, all your energy has gone. Because one big bite and the color has changed. Don't allow people to take a bite. Take out your sword and say, hey, what did you say? What did you say? Shabaya. <laughs> are you there, girls? There are too many nice sisters. When some other person comes, before you realize he's marrying somebody. The person is even an unbeliever. Even the person has belonged to another religion. And you see, the person is going. So please. One sister said something. She was marrying this guy. He was a drug doing all sorts of things. She said, look, pastor, I'll prefer to be married to this guy with all the question marks about his drugs, this, this, whatever, than to be unmarried. I prefer it. She said it. She said, I prefer it. And she married him. Well, there she married him. And he manifested completely throughout the whole marriage. So the short marriage and it was over. Yeah. So I'll prefer than to be not married. Age. So you see, you've got to conduct yourself in a way so that God will bless you with a beloved 
whilst you are in school. When we finish school, then you see that a certain man with a big pot belly following and he's telling you that he's going to divorce his wife soon. Never believe that somebody will divorce his wife. People rarely divorce their wives. And the wife, you would think that the wife will leave the husband when he, he has slept with you. At all. Since I became a pastor, I've have, I have seen it only once. So many people, they, have, they will never leave their husband. Because leaving the husband is more than sex. It just leave the name, the family, the house. This, they will never leave. You will always be outside. You will think that you are coming in. You are not coming in. Those with wisdom and they see that they are saying, we are here. Yeah. Even they don't even want to hustle. So you can go and do it outside. We are also here. Keep on. We are in the house. We are not moving anywhere. <laughs> don't think you can sleep your way into the house. Very few people divorce their wives. Yeah. If people were to divorce their wives, almost everybody you see on television would be divorced by now. Yeah. And they are all staying in their marriages. You are just a spare tire on the roadside. You are a toilet WC, second-hand WC that is being sold by the roadside. On the, on the, on the George Bush Highway on the right side. Yeah. So a second-hand WC. Twyford WC that they are using you to, dis, to pour rubbish into. So better get your own. Get your own. Pray God, give me my own. And when you get your own, don't practice bad things so that he will learn how to do it. Uh, he will remember how we did it. <laughs> this is how to do it. Forgive. Next. So expect the devil to test you on your flesh. That's why we must fast. We are going to start fasting. You know, throughout the, throughout the, throughout the semester, we must always a Christian must be fasting. Yeah, you don't have to eat too much. You must fast until you've decided that food has no power over me. Yes. And you must fast in such a way that you can continue fasting throughout your life. You're always in one kind of a fast or other. You must not be somebody who needs to eat. You, you, you must develop faith where you don't need to eat. So, it's okay, I don't need to eat. I can carry on. It's a, it's a kind of fast. So where every, you have to be full. Then the fufu is coming out of your ears. Coming out everywhere. Only you, the septic tank in your house is full because of you. It's true. Ooh. And the sisters, some of you, you are very slim now, but your capacity is too much. You have to have some restraint. Especially when you go for outdoors, parties, you go outside so that yourself has come. <laughs> One day I went for a, a certain outdooring and I was sitting by a, a, a lady and she was sitting on my left side or she was sitting on my right. I don't remember, but we were at a table and I was facing this way. So she was like, like this here. And she had a big plate with a crab. There was a crab, a big crab. I think a paprasa or whatever. 
and one mighty crab, the legs extend from the northeast to the southwest. And the plate was full. A very tiny little lady. But she didn't know that I was, I was watching her with the side of my eyes. Look, it's not that they told me. It's what I saw. There was nothing. The crab, eh? it disappeared completely. Everything disappeared. I could not believe my eyes. <laughs> wow, this small, small lady. So, develop yourself. If I don't eat today, I'm okay. I'm alright. I'm alright. Yeah. Just, I, I just came from Malawi on, 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 on Friday. When I came on the plane, they, they, they gave us some food. I didn't eat before I left. I hardly ate anything. When I was on the plane, they brought some thing. As I, when I looked, I said, I don't know what it, what it is. I said, please come for your thing. I didn't. When I got to the house, I didn't. What they were, what they were having, I didn't want to eat that. I said, "Take your food. That's okay. I'll sleep. I'm all right. No problem." But some of you, it's like when you see this, you must eat. You must eat this. You must eat. You must eat. You cannot pray. You cannot fast. You cannot read your Bible. So much time is taken for food. Yeah. So you must, you mustn't, you must, you see, one time I met a brother, he said that when I eat, I eat. When I fast, I fast. I don't believe in that. Don't, don't practice that. I, when I eat, I eat. When I fast, I fast. No, it's not a good thing. Because as time goes by, you will stop fasting. Because it's not normal to fast. So fasting will become less and less in your life. You mustn't say, when I eat, I eat. When I fast, I fast. Today that man is sick. The one who said he's not well. Yeah. You must rather develop moderation. And you see that, oh, since there's no food, we can flow. Yeah. And, and I can pray rather. I can do something else. And I'm okay. And you just be in the spirit. Can I take you wrote a book called The Fasted Life? Instead of extreme fasting, you fast almost all the time. Are you with me? Okay. Let's hurry up. We've got to finish. Three points and I'll finish one. Number two. The devil took him to a high mountain and showed him all the kingdoms of the world in one moment. The next temptation is the world. The devil will show you the world. And you either succumb or you resist. So after you've overcome the flesh one a bit or even you'll be managing that one, sometimes you can have double. Then the world. So those of you who wanted to be in the ministry, the world may take you away from the ministry. I, as a pastor, I can be tempted with the world. I can be tempted with the first one. I can be tempted with the world. Instead of concentrating on my work, I will be doing worldly things. Following after the world. Instead of singing the right songs, we will be singing worldly songs. And as you go on, you see the world. Money. What do you think all the politicians and all the people are after? Money. Power. Money, power. It's the world systems. You see, power in, in the world and money. And they are, not, they are not after sex. They are not after... They have all these funny things on the side. Those ones are there. But you see that the world is, is drawing. Yeah, I want, I want to have this in the world. I want to have this. I want to be this. I want to do this. I want to go here. 
and all the world is attracted to you. And Jesus was offered the world. You see, in one moment, all your temptations you had, Jesus had it in one moment. By the time you finish this school, the world stands before you. You either follow the world or you follow God. Yeah. As a pastor, I can follow the world system. Try to be like an executive. Try to be this. Try to be whatever that there is in the world. Or I can follow God. I can follow somebody who wants to be like Jesus. That's why we sing the song. I want to be more like you. Jesus, I want to be more, I want to be more like Bill Gates. I want to be, I want to be a millionaire just like him. I, I want to be more like Mobutu. No. Yeah. I want to be like Nkrumah. I want to be like, no, no, I want to be like Jesus. I want to be like Asundre Hini. No, I want to be like Jesus Christ. How many want to be like Jesus? Yeah. So, protect yourself from the world. When the world finds it attractive and everybody is going for it, tell yourself, I don't need this. How many believe that I can drive the wildest Benz in Ghana? You think so? Yeah! I see, all those things all those things, you always tell yourself, no. Since everybody seems to be, that's what everybody is trying to do. Watch out for that thing. Because maybe there's a deception in it. Yeah. Maybe there's a deception in it. Everybody wants to live here. Everybody wants to have this. Everybody wants to do this. Everybody wants to be this. Where's the world going? The cost of the world. You see, ask yourself, am I going? Everybody's wearing this I'm aware. Is it still there? I'm aware. It is gone. The trousers that is it the one that starts from. Yeah, it's now what? Tight. You just wear tights and then you move. Wow. Never be the reason why I can have either to sing or even the stars are singing what they sing. But I don't care all the Christian music that you have in the world, whether you call me a cake or whether you call me whatever, to me it is, I believe in it, I like the music and I sing it. I don't care about your opinion. So don't follow the world. And Jesus was offered the whole world money. Don't live your life for money. It's a dangerous way to live. Don't have relationships with people because of money. Hey, the relationship will get finished when your money gets finished. Do you know the kind of people that work in the ministry? You'll be surprised. I have several lawyers that work for me. When you see them, you never, you not even know the person is a lawyer. If I tell you the work the person has done, the places the person has been, and the place from where the person said, I want to be in the ministry. You'll be surprised. All those people are working. You will see them walking around. Some of them, bank managers, doctors. I have several medical doctors, specialists. All their past, you will not even believe that this person is, this is the kind of operation he can do. Yeah. But to take the world and say, Lord, I want to give myself to you. 
I don't need to be this or that. All these people, you can ask them, they are not paid what they were paid. In fact, they are paid a very tiny little fraction. And amazingly, when you get people who work not for money, you have the best kind of people. Yeah, the highest type of people, they don't work for money. They work for love. They, let, they work for zeal and for beliefs that they have in their heart. That's one. You see, like me, I'm not working for money. I'm not, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not doing what I'm doing because you pay me. I can get more money if I stand at the Kodesh and I go on television in Accra and speak in a certain way. And more, I'll show you that I am really a doctor. Oh, there are people, they call them doctors. They are not doctors. It's not a real doctor. Mine is from seven years medical school. Do you get it? Yeah. No. But you see, what I'm doing, I'm doing it from my heart. You cannot pay me for the work that I'm doing. And a lot of these high profile, they are all working, not for money. There are people that have left New York, Wall Street. Uh, they were abroad. They were at high locate positions. They just came. So I want to work. Forget about everything. It's amazing. I have assistants. I can tell them, go and do this operation. Remove this part of this person's body and bring it out. The person works for me as just nothing. Yeah. Amazing, isn't it? Yeah. But not for money. Not for money. Then you get the highest effort. So don't follow the world. Because the Satan will always offer you, here is the world. Here is money. Say, no. I want God. And when you follow God, amazingly, the thing that you thought you were living is now there. That's why I say that. You think I cannot drive the wildest Benz in Ghana? They are all there. In, they are all in space. I can click and it will come into it. Yeah. yeah. But don't follow the world. If you follow the world, you will end up... So, Jesus was offered the world. Everything is here. All the kingdoms, everybody. Bow, just bow. 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 No. If I bow, I will get the world and I will lose everything else. So you may get it. So when a brother comes to you shaking his car keys, his BMW keys, he says, I love you, baby. I want to marry you, baby. And you realize he has no spirit. No anointing, no power, no grace, no word. Empty man has come to you. And here is this young missionary. When my, my missionaries are sent to Nigeria, Adolphus and I sent them. All of them, they, nobody wanted to marry them. Isn't how many were you? We were about six or seven of you. Nine from the I sent them to Nigeria. Every, so, no, nobody. Every person, oh no, thank you. No, thank you. Uh, no, thank you. No, thank you. No, thank you. Yeah. And some of times they were so broken hearted. I kept on encouraging. I said that it is good. A worldly girl will never marry a missionary. And she shouldn't uh, come and cause a lot of problems. When later we are on the field, you say you can't go there. Your mother says this, or your, your, your tie is spinning, or your bottom is spinning. No, 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 no. <laughs> it's good. They didn't marry you. It's good. All of them, they, they will see something. Hey! 
is to paint them beer. You wait and see. And you must get beloved and secure them when you are not. The person who loves you when you are nothing. That's the real person who loves you. And these people who love celebrities. Somebody is a big man. And he said, yeah, come with your shiny face. We have been watching you beforehand. We are monitoring all of you. Yeah. Not just come and want to marry a big person. Prove yourself when there's nothing. You don't want to marry Adolphus because you have sent him to Ikere in Nigeria. You don't want to marry. You don't want to go there. Your mouth, you see something. Tell us, bring me the list of all those girls who didn't want to marry you guys. I'm going, I'm going to mark them. Mark and avoid. Businessmen should come and marry them. Pastors shouldn't marry them. Hmm. And finally, finally, Jesus overcame that one. And Jesus answered and said, Get thee behind me, Satan. Then number nine, verse nine. Then he brought him to Jerusalem and set him on a pinnacle. Then he said, Hmm. Hmm? If thou be the Son of God, Mm -hmm. cast thyself down from hence for it is written he shall give his angels charge over thee then the devil has scriptures who quoted it was a good scripture this was I think the highest temptation and in their hands shall they bear thee up lest at any time and he was quoting accurately too lest thou shalt bend thy foot against the stone and Jesus answered and said thou shalt not tempt the Lord thy God. Now what does this temptation mean to you? Because you are not the Lord thy God. This is a special temptation depending on who you are. Everybody in his special role has a special temptation. This was a temptation that came to Jesus not because of the flesh or because of the world but because he was the son of God. Uh This was the son of God's special temptation. You know sometimes they can make special meal for you. Uh, special diet, isn't it? Pepper free, whatever, for your special stomach that you have. Uh, so everybody has a special stomach. And there's a special temptation for your special area. So now, pastors have special temptations, which other people don't have. Pastors' wives have special temptations, which other people don't have. Businessmen have special temptations, which others do not. Students have special temptations that workers don't have. Legon people have special temptations that tech people don't have. Yeah. There are things you have here that people in tech don't have. Boys have temptations that girls don't have. And girls have temptations that boys don't have. Politicians have temptations. Ah, politicians have a whole lot of temptations. Last week I was sitting down with uh, one of our church members I was, who is into politics. And I, I told her two things that will happen to you in politics. Yeah. I gave her the two main dangers. Every group has a say, careless 
have special temptations. Life. One of them is telling of life. Is it not true? Lawyers. Have you ever heard they say when the lawyer dies, they bury him with the face because of the lies. Every group on earth has a special always have special temptations. Is it not true? Yeah. You see, when you are an airway, you have a temptation to be more, to even take your being an airway more seriously than even being a Christian. It's true. You, you say that, oh, this is my brother. And once my brother, Nebro, is here, then this is what I have to do. But you don't say that about, this is a fellow believer in Christ. You don't, you, don't, you don't see them saying that. That is why when Kwabana Daku came to stand for elections, could you know Kwabana Daku? Chicken farmer. Yes. Instead of Christians to rally behind him and say, because you are a Christian, I think he stood against was the President Rollins in that battle? Kwabana Daku. Yes. I think so. Rollins, the first Rollins we had when he was standing for and all those. A lot of Christians. Kabinadaku had nothing. Christians said, no, I'm an Ewe. I'm voting for NDC. I'm an Ashanti. I'm voting for here. It was stronger than the Christianity. Yeah. True or not true? So you have special temptation. Even if you are an Ewe pastor, you have special temptations. Because if you are an airway pastor, all your members, if you don't take care, you have an EP church. Yes. Yes. Everybody in the church will be. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> One day I visited a church. And the pastor, the pastor is an airway. He has a big church. He told me, look, my people say, you know my people, the way they are, if I don't control them, there cannot be anybody else in the church except an airway. It's true. He said, I have to, I have to control, I have to fight. So you, you see him only speaking up. First of all, I thought he was a gun, but later I saw that no, he's an airway, but he's trying to mix it so that, yeah. You see the voting? Almost 100%. Yeah. The rest of us are called foreigners. That's a fact there. This is Christopher Kuna. I'm here to The people don't know that I'm aware. Sit down, sit down, sit down. Every type of person has a, even your family, your family. There may be a lot of pride in your family. You see that there is a special temptation for your, your, your family. Yeah. It's an arrogant or some other problem. 
sometimes stinginess. You don't give. Because everybody, your, your father will always give you small when you are going to school. He never give you much. You always feel the painfulness of, no, I have money too. So you grow up also giving very little. So whatever peculiar temptation you have, you must take out your sword and say, what did you say? What verse is that? Is it in the Bible? Is it in the Bible? Soccer players have special temptations. Yeah. Do you know footballers, recently that they started to pray, but at first it was juju, juju, a lot of juju. They take them, swallow a frog, do this, do that, so many things. What about if the frog gets stuck inside your lower intestine and it starts jumping there? May you overcome every peculiar temptation that has come to you. If you are a star singing in the church, you have special temptation that non-stars don't have. Yeah. But when you are a star, you have temptation because you are a star. Yeah. When I, I travel with Ida sometimes, the people don't even mind me. They will be coming to her for auto, autographs. Nobody even comes to see me. Meanwhile, I'm the manager. And they don't even they don't say, oh, you know. Yeah. It's marvelous. And if you don't take care, you can be proud. So every area, always take it out and say, what verse is that? When you remove the sword, you, the, 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 the spiritual way to remove your sword is to say, what scripture is that? What scripture? When somebody comes to suggest you should leave your husband or leave your wife, what verse is that? Don't say, oh, Pastor so and so has done it. No. What verse is that? Everything. What scripture? What scripture? What scripture? What verse? Have a verse. Have a verse for everything you do. Did you hear me? I said, have a verse for everything you do. Are you going to have a verse for everything you do? Then you are going to become stronger and stronger. And once you stand on the scripture, you see that you are strong. Playing instruments. Do you know the verses? What verse makes you play this instrument? Come, come, come. What verse are you using to play this? John 15, 13. John what? 15, 13. What does it say? Greater love has no man than my mother. Ah, greater love has no man. What has it got to do with Yamaha keyboard? I'm saying, what verse are you using to play the keyboard? What scripture are you using? Come here. You say you are into you are you are into keyboard. What scripture? What scripture? You don't have any scripture. If you don't have, just lift your hands. I surrender. Do you have a scripture? You surrender. You are playing drums. You see now. So before you realize, the enemy can take you out of it. There are churches that don't believe in instruments in the church. Yeah. And as you grow older, you may think that it's for little children. 
You may think that for people who don't have much to do. Like I'm preaching to you now, you may think that, oh, it's because I don't have anything. No. I'm, I'm flying to Thailand tonight. Yeah, as I'm preaching here, I came from Malawi, I'm going to Thailand, Bangkok. Have you been there before? Yeah. Yeah. You think that maybe I don't have anything, I'm just moving around there. But no. Right? There's, a, there's a scriptural reason for what I'm doing. Yeah, I have a basis, I have a sword. What, there's something that is guiding me, what I'm doing. Yeah. It's not just doing something. You may think that, oh, you may think that oh, these are youthful things. It's not youthful. It's not youthful. It's, it's Bible. The devil will come and say, oh, these are for child, you know, these are for children. These are for children. Children, there's nothing children about what I'm doing. Yeah. Go, go around the country and see the churches and see the things all over the world. You think what I'm doing is a child. This is the real thing I'm doing. I'm talking, I'm talking to you about the word of God. I'm telling you how to be strong. And you, you, the devil can say, oh, these are just children. These are just whatever. Oh, this man is just... You don't know anything. You don't know NATO. NATO. So everything you are doing has a verse. And next week, no, next week is a, is a, is a um, B service. But Next time we have a J service, which I think is the week after, I'm going to ask you what verse is that. When I see you, I'll hold your jeans and I'll say, what verse is that? I'll put my hand on your face and wipe your makeup and ask you that, what verse is that? And you must give me a scripture. Give me a scripture. If you can't find a scripture, don't do it. Wait to the scripture. There's a good scripture. And there's a scripture for even makeup. If you see me up there, I can give you a scripture for. Yeah. What verse? What verse? I said, what verse? What verse? What verse is that? Yeah. What verse? What verse? Did you hear me? I said, what? My message is entitled, what verse is that? What verse is that? What verse is that? What verse are you standing on? May you be solid. I'm surprised. Are you not surprised? Are you not disappointed that these people couldn't give us any... I mean, you couldn't even mention any psalm. I mean, that talk about cymbals or trumpets or, I mean, any scripture. And there was nothing. They were, just, they were just naked when I attacked them and, and I just took them on. They were naked. They had no sword. What verse is that? Wow. Stand to your feet. Let us pray. Lift your hands up to the Lord. Just for a moment, thank God. Father, we are thanking you for the great blessing of today. I love you. I thank you. I praise you in the name of Jesus. Lift your hand and pray for spirituality and strength. Lord, strengthen me. I want to become armed and armed and dangerous to the enemy, to the devil. 
I want to be strong in you from today. I thank you, Father. Thank you for the blessing of your holy word speaking to us at this moment, at this time. Thank you for the blessing. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Pandolo Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Pray. Paralama. Lord, I'm putting on the breastplate of righteousness. Truth. I'm putting on, I'm taking my sword. I'm taking my shield of faith. I'm putting on my shoes of the preparation of the gospel. I'm putting on my helmet of salvation. I'm rising up, Lord. I'm becoming armed and dangerous. I'm becoming stronger. I'm taking my sword out for every event, every situation. I have a question. What scripture? Thank you, Lord, for the strengthening of our lives. Thank you that you make us strong in you, strong in the Lord. Blessed be your holy name. 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 We give you thanks, we ask you, Lord, for strength, Lord. You said we should be strong in the Lord. And we want to be stronger and stronger. Stronger and stronger. Stronger and stronger. Stronger and stronger. Thank you for strength, Lord. When the devil comes to test our flesh, to test us in the world, to test us with a special temptation, Lord, we thank you for strength to overcome, to bring out our sword, to rise up, Lord, and to do exploits. Thank you for the helmet of salvation, the preparation of the gospel, the protection that you give to us as we serve you and as we follow you. We give you thanks. We give you praise. We give you glory. In the name of Jesus Christ. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. Lift your hand and thank God that you are becoming stronger to resist all principalities, wicked spirits, and every entity in your house, in your room, in your location, in the world that you are in, every human being that is possessed with devils that have been anointed with from the hell, from the pit, to fight against you, God has given you an upper, stronger hand to overcome it in the name of Jesus Christ. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. We thank you for your gift and your blessing in Jesus' name. Amen. And as every head is bowed and every eye closed this afternoon, if you are here, you want to give your life to Jesus Christ. Pastor, pray with me. I want to give my life to God. I, I want to know Jesus as my Savior. Maybe somebody invited you here. You are here like that. Whoever you are, I don't know who you are, but maybe someone invited you, came to church. Deep down in your heart, you know that you are not a Christian or you are not born again. If you die today, if you die tomorrow, you don't know. Will you go to heaven? Will you go to hell? 
Pastor, pray with me. I want to give my life to God. If you are here like that, lift up your right hand. Just your right hand. And I'm going to pray with you. God bless you. God bless you. Lift it up. This is a very important moment. I sense it in my heart. Pastor, pray with me. I want Jesus to change me. Make me a new person. God bless you. Now, if you've lifted your hand, I want you to do one more thing. Just come to me from where you are standing. Just come. Just come. Come right here. I want to pray with you. God bless you. God bless you. Just stand right here. Just close your eyes. Face me, not face me. And just close your eyes and say this prayer with me. Lift your hand. Lift your hand up and just say this prayer. Whatever I pray, you just pray as well. Say, Lord Jesus, thank you for today. Please forgive me for my sins. Today, I give my heart to you. I give my life to you. Have mercy on me. Have mercy on me. I am sorry for my sins. I give my life to you. Please wash away my sins with the blood of Jesus Christ. From today, I belong to God. I will give my life to Jesus. And I will follow Jesus. Thank you, Lord, for saving me today. From this moment, from this moment, from this moment, I am born again. I am a child of God. I belong to God. I belong to Jesus. And I will serve Jesus. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you for listening to this message. Visit www.daghewardmills.org today for more audio and video messages, information on upcoming events, and so much more. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast to receive new messages every single day. And remember, God has not given you the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind.